Welcome to week four of New Year, New Me. Just Donald today, no Jeff. We're covering Yes Man from 2008. Jim Carrey movie directed by Peyton Reed. The IMDb blurb is a man challenges himself to say yes to everything. So pretty, pretty simple premise. You can imagine Jim Carrey getting up to shenanigans in this movie, and that's going to happen. It also stars Zoe Deschanel as the love interest. Screenplay credited to Nick Stoller, Jared Paul, and Andrew Mogul, but it's based off of a memoir by a British comedian with a budget of $70 million, eventually making 223 worldwide. And we'll jump right into the Jeff-mandated recap. We follow Carl, who's a banker. He's like a loan officer for a community bank. Through the course of the beginning of the movie, we realize that he has... Uh, not really recovered since he divorced his ex-wife. He's hanging out with his friend Bradley Cooper and they're engaged and he doesn't seem that excited for them. He gets talked into going to a motivational seminar by John Michael Higgins, whose character name I don't remember, uh, where he meets Terrence, uh, who's played by Terrence Stamp. He has this sort of like mega church vibe where he proclaims that people need to squeeze all the good out of life and get rid of the rest of it. Uh, so he singles out Carl and forces him to make a pact that he's going to say yes to everything, to like literally everything. Uh, so this is immediately put to the test when a homeless man outside the seminar asks for a ride. He also has to use his cell phone. He ends up stranding Carl in some park in the hills of the LA area where they live. Uh, so he used to walk to a gas station, um, but then he comes across Allison, played by Zoe Deschanel, who's sort of the manic pixie dream girl of this movie. I think that's the best way to put her. And we'll, we'll talk more about my feelings on her character, I guess, at the end. But her lack of a character is probably the reason why this movie isn't very good. So we get up to lots of shenanigans. As you can imagine, he's sort of buoyed by all the bad things that happen, and then he meets this girl at the end, so he's now bought into the premise of being the yes man. So he says yes to basically everything. He tries to back out of having sex with his elderly neighbor, uh, <laughs> and then bad things happen like sequentially, so then he turns back around and makes that happen. So he's now believing that if he doesn't say yes to everything, he's going to suffer a ton of consequences. It seems like he turns his life around. He starts to take chances. Uh, the big thing he does is he starts to make these uh, micro loans to people. Basically, people come in and they're like, I want to buy a bike. Can I have a loan for a couple hundred dollars? And he says yes, which as now that seems totally reasonable. You know, you go on Amazon and you look at something that's a hundred bucks and it's like, oh, you can buy this for four small payments of $27. You know, microloans are a big business now. So I guess Carl in this movie invented the microloan business. Good for him. And that gets him promoted to like the regional part of the bank. And he starts hanging out with his buddy, Reese Darby, who's the like manager of the local branch. Uh, he invites him to all of his uh, weird parties, including, but not limited to a Harry Potter party. One other thing he gets up to is probably the most iconic scene from this movie where he rescues Luis Guzman from committing suicide. He <laughs> runs up to the room where Luis Guzman's outside of on the on the roof 
and he grabs the guitar that he's learned how to play because he's been saying yes to everything and he uh does a version of the song jumper uh you know like step back from that ledge my friend and then you know that's like a kind of iconic scene from this movie but ultimately like not really important except i guess to show us the audience that you know he's becoming a better person and eventually he's got to let his buddy Restarby go from the bank. So that's when he starts, you know, challenging his conscience of he has to say yes to everything or else he starts to get punished. But saying yes to everything is starting to give some serious blowback. This comes to a head when he and Zoe Deschanel travel to Lincoln, Nebraska on a whim. They have this like pact where they show up at the airport, they buy a ticket to the first flight out and they go there he's arrested by the fbi and so as part of that he's kind of comes clean so now she has this crisis of faith of like well did you actually like me or were you just saying yes to things i was asking you so this is the like falling out in the rom-com parlance so then in a moment of desperation carl abducts terrence from the motivational speech and terrence comes clean and says that you know, the the motivational speaking is not a real thing. Uh, you know, he just sort of makes it up and takes people's money. So Carl is now freed. He goes and makes up with Zoe Deschanel. Uh, and then he gets his revenge on the, on the motivational church by um, asking all of them to donate their clothes to the homeless. So they obviously have to say yes to it. And the movie ends with Terrence coming out to his mega church and then greeting everyone naked at the end of it so yeah that's the like short and sweet of yes man and i think this movie is fine it's you know not the best jim carrey movie ever but it fits into our theme of you know turning over a new leaf for the new year and striving to be a better person but this movie also teaches valuable lessons that uh, boundaries are really good it turns out otherwise you know you end up being detained by the fbi in lincoln nebraska i think couple failings of this movie one it doesn't do a lot of the physical comedy that jim carrey had been known to do at this point i think maybe that's because he had started to do a serious role so you know if we've talked about jim carrey on this podcast before we've done dumb and dumber as part of the millennial movie diary series we also did the truman show as part of that same series i think and we also covered eternal sunshine i don't remember the context of that was but basically he starts to get more serious around the year 2000 and take these more cerebral roles i guess where he's an actor and not just a comedian but i think in this movie it would have been we would have been served a lot better if he had just been a comedian um instead of it tied up in this rom-com story with zoe deschanel who is a character that doesn't get to make any decisions really she's just sort of along for jim carrey's ride which underserves her and the movie and unfortunately you know zoe kind of gets pigeonholed into that role i don't know why or what it is about her but in the like late 2000s that's what she gets cast as is this like manic pixie dream girl who doesn't have any agency in her actual role in the movie and just sort of exists for the protagonist to act off of which i think is you know a construct of real life while it's real it didn't make for an amazing movie on the whole just kind of like a medium movie so i will land on a like solid c plus for this movie i could tell that there was something there probably the pieces that were 
you know, written as the memoir, right? And like the crazy stories that came out of that, they like pretty faithfully recreated and then started their own stuff. But it's kind of incoherent and doesn't let Jim carry off the leash like you think it would. And then Zoe Deschanel's not interesting. So yeah, C plus I think is pretty solid land for Yes Man. Thanks for joining me for this shorter episode for Yes Man. Uh, next week we'll be doing Resolution as our final new year new me movie see you then